This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. And welcome to another episode of Unchained. And Patrick, I guess we start with the twins. It was going to be different, right? <laughs> I didn't think it was going to be that much different. <laughs> You were right. I didn't think it was going to be a, a complete mismatch like it turned out to be. Uh, but, uh, boy, are they having fun with us in New York, aren't they? The New York sports writers are just having fun. And I am a big admirer of the New York Post's hammer headline guys. You know, they're Love fantastic. It. But today, yep. I like the Daily News. What they we went for simple and wonderful, identical twins. Was Ooh, there okay. That's just identical twins? Big thing, you know. Damn good. The post was more strained. The post said, "Twin, there done that." Yeah, it was a little and forced. A little, a little forced. A little forced. Identical twins is boom. But that's a that that gives you a nice big smile. But the post last. Friday before the series started, which was what Twinkies for dinner or something. Yeah, right. That was pretty good. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're unbelievable. The uh, that's my favorite. That well, it's not my favorite thing about going to New York. You were just there, but it's one of it's my one, favorite yeah. things to see what they're doing. Uh, I, I bet they had some. Uh, did you fly back yesterday? More uh, yesterday morning? No, Sunday night. Sunday night. After the Vikings, so you Giants didn't game. get to see their their treatment of a, the latest Giants fiasco. Then I don't know what the headlines might have been for that one. Well, and the great thing is the Giants and Jets are both terrible. Oh yeah, so take your it. pick. Yeah, oh, they got to love it. It's it's glory, right? It's oh, fantastic. Uh, but yeah, it was. Uh, well, everybody wants to question pitching moves. They didn't hit. They scored seven runs in three games. Uh, Manny, we were talking to Manny earlier. Uh, bases loaded. Nobody out. Severino, not sharp. And the places, they were prepared to go goofy last night. The crowd was pretty fired up, 41,000, and it was that, that was legit. And, uh, okay, Miguel, I, I was looking for Miguel Strike out there, but he actually just missed that 99-mile-an-hour fastball and, and fouled it back, and then he hit the highest pop-up in the history of uh, the, the stadium. Uh so okay, it you know he he did what he does, but Marwin, yeah, Marwin, left-handed hitter Severino. We didn't they didn't bring you in here, Marwin, to strike out in that situation when the season's on the line. 
you got to at least hit a fly ball and maybe a double, hey, right? You left it to Jake Cave, you'd be fine. Yeah, Jake Cave. Jake Cave should not be on. Uh, Jake, nice guy, came in here, uh, you know, and and was serviceable for a couple of years and had about a what a two week run this year where he was yeah. really good when they needed him. But Lamont Wade Jr. is a better player if you're looking for a fourth outfielder. And if Lamont Wade would have come up with the bases loaded and two outs, he would have walked. He would have made seven or made Severino throw him a strike instead of just striking. And he out probably and... wouldn't have dived for the ball in left field last night. What either. is with him? Diving Jake, man. He's the I guess he's so rotten on ground balls out there. <laughs> That he figures he's got to get him in the air, else he's got no chance. I just you launch know. his body at him and figure that might <laughs> yeah, work. Better. Yeah, because I I know if the thing hits the ground, it's going to go past me. So uh, I better uh, I better dive for it. But he's a brutal outfielder. He's a you know he's a this when you look back at this season, 101 wins, all those home runs really covered up. You know, okay, obviously really thin pitching, but. Terrible fielding. They were a bad fielding team. Mm-hmm. And once they lost Buxton, they had they had no plus defenders. They, mm-hmm. There's nobody that they had on the field that you know Eddie has got plus fielding talent, but he might run the wrong direction. Kepler's a a plus right fielder, you know, a good right fielder, but he's not a you know, and he didn't play. He, I don't, I don't know. What do you guys think? I don't think he was healthy. Kepler, Kepler, no. no. We're, he, we'll he find out it. something was wrong. He gutted it out with the show, with the collarbone or whatever it is. But he'll have a yeah. We'll find out he had a little minor I guess surgery it, d- this. during game one on the, the local radio broadcast. Gladdy was saying that his swing looked all goofy. Yeah, that yeah. he was trying to swing and cover yeah. up for his yeah. shoulder or back problems. So yeah. yes, and that's you know I think. You know, you went into the playoffs, you didn't think Arise was going to, uh, you know, play. And he looked a step. He was okay. He got a bunch of hits. Arise, yeah. Yeah, he didn't He didn't play good. To, you know, he had you that, see him limping he last night? didn't get to that pop-up, yeah. Going to second on that double? He could barely. Yeah. I mean, he had okay. But, uh, you know, they go into the playoffs. Uh, Marwin hadn't had an at-bat in two weeks. And Kepler hadn't had a bat in three weeks. Uh, it's You know what? I don't think there's ever been a 101-win team with very few contracts to worry about. You know, you're going to have to extend some people that's had so much work to do. You know, had so many decisions to make, right? Well, you got I mean, three you gotta, starting you pitchers you got to make decisions on. Well, Gibby's gone. They yep. got to sign on Rizzi. They have no choice, don't you think? I think it depends on what he gets. But well, you, you know what? In, three years, in this 40, market, in this market now, I think you can keep three them. years fifty. Probably. Do you keep Pineda for twelve dollars? Nope. Or do you say I don't? You I screwed say, me. We'll see you, you later. You, yeah. You, uh, you know, I can't trust you. Sorry. <laughs> First of all, you were thirty. Even as well as you pitched, you were thirty pounds overweight. I, I know he's one of the biggest men, and he's, he's basically Bryant McKinney. Okay, but uh, he still was never got in shape, and. Uh, you know, I, I Odorizzi and Brios, and then go from there. You're going to have to. You know what I like about these guys? They really work hard in the off season to fix people, to try to. There's a lot of outreach and stuff. And they got to go. Somebody's got to go get to this Fernando Romero because he showed up. You know, he was he threw the ball okay when he was up last year. He kind of uh, petered out when he was starting. 
looked great in the spring. Then he shows up. I mean, not this spring, but he looked great that in the spring of 2018. And I thought, man, alive, this kid's going to be good. And uh, you know, he showed up. You know, probably 20 heavy this spring. 15. You know, he was bigger last year. You know, dummies. Hey, dummy. You know, this We've is your chance. For how long? We wanted you in the bullpen. Yeah, but they got to make him a starter again, and they got to, you know, they got to get little Wes on a plane and send him down to the Dominican and say, "Hey, get to Fort Myers, uh, and we're going to work on your mechanics and make you throw strikes again." And you know, we, we're not going to count on you, but we're going to give you a possibility. I can, you know, they they do stuff like that, and I, I give them credit for that. I mean. Rocco getting on a plane and going to the Dominican to see Sano was yeah. one of the smartest things that Twins Should have they done get credit for, for that, though, or is that just common sense? Oh, yeah, well, we have, it was never. How long they should we get credit. About, see a should, Twins fest. Oh, my God, you're 40 pounds overweight. Yeah, yeah, well, I know. We've all talked about it, but they did it. No, they I know. They previously. It. They're investments. Yes, yes, they are. You know, What's, I'm I'm a big believer in the baseball mini camp. I know you are. The three-day. I, I asked about that the once. The three-day early totally can't January. happen. Well, it can if it's all volunteer. They can't make them come in. They can't make them come in. Okay. But they can. You know, what you'd maybe have to do is cut your uh, spring training three days short, which would okay. be fine. You know, but I want to see those fellas on January 4th all together. Uh, we have a barbecue. We have a fishing trip. We have a golf. Uh, but mostly we got to scale yeah. and, <laughs> and see what's going on. And low-fat food. Yeah, yes, right. We've uh, got low-fat. We've got a lot of fish to bar or something yeah. like that. Well, anyway, yeah, 101 wins. Now, they were 41-16 and 16 against uh, the Tigers, the Royals, and the Whiteys. They won't, they won't beat the Whiteys next year like they did this year. Uh, but they're still, that still makes them 60-45, and 45, you know. It's not like the only reason they were any good was uh, – was that they played those three teams? They were good. They just, uh, you know, they, they the the thing that I guess bothers you is Paxton only went four, right? Yes, he was. He's their best. They're pitching to he's not, their best. He wasn't sharp. The Yankees pitching Tanaka, was, you know, dazzled them. He was good, and uh, Severino wasn't that good last night. So they, you know, you're facing. What if these uh, fellas had been facing Verlander and Cole? They would have gotten a hit. No. Yeah, they, I mean, they didn't swing the bats. That was their problem, and. Uh, uh, you know, it's, uh, uh, you know, uh, the pitching solutions are, it'll be interesting to see the, the, cl- the creativity of the, uh, brain trust this, uh, off season to see what they do. About They're not pitching. getting Garrett Cole, by the way. No. Well, it's Can already we... up to 250. Yeah, I know. Yankee, but, we get, but, we're, but we're already hearing he's a, he's a they board. should get Garrett Cole. And they're not going. They're not getting Garrett Cole. No, and why would he? I said not coming. Here. I said uh, Newport Beach. That's where he grew up. Newport Beach. You ever been to Newport Beach? Take about a walk about a block, and there's this great big ocean out there. Girls sitting on the beach with no clothes on. You know, and uh, you're a young man, and uh, and then you go to UCLA, right? Yep. Which is same, Westwood, greatest campus in the world. But he's always dreamed of freezing his ass off in April in Target Field, right? This is what he wants. You know, this is you know his what he wants goal to do? in He life. wants to drive by the Basilica every day yes, going to home games. Yes, That's yes. what he wants to see, the beautiful yeah. Basilica. See that 
be around for those 13 days at Lake Calhoun when it's warm and uh, people are around, you know. So Yeah, so could we I mean, just like, stop? Yeah, stop it. And, and then somebody said, well, he's got relatives in Minnesota and he doesn't like the big media market. Okay. If that was the case, why didn't he go pitch college ball at, uh, you know, Oklahoma State or something and, like and that? And by the way, who signs where their relatives are? Yes, I ain't right. gonna sign no, no, I don't want Aunt Jane calling anyway, me up for no, roast pot no, roast the cheap or something. Paul ads are not gonna sign Garrett Cole. Okay, and uh, and I think he wants to. It it might be the Angels, you know. Sure, and uh, or the Padres, or uh, yeah, somewhere. Yes, there. anyway, uh, or Houston. They uh, he's Boris, though, right? Yeah, I think he is. I think he's Boris. Yeah, so I don't think he's going back. Houston. Well, he might go back there, but he got to go back there early. No, but I bet uh, you're right. Yeah, you know. I bet he ends up in California somewhere. Yeah, it it is it is amazing when Justin Verlander has a terrific year. Yep, is outstanding, and he's your second best. <laughs> mm-hmm. This guy's unhittable. This guy is a threat to threat to throw a no hitter every time he gets out there. Now, you know, hey, what's Gratterall? Is Gratterall going to be a starter? starter? God, I hope. Well, they got well, him. You wrote about that, I wrote though. About how... this. You can't turn everybody into a reliever because you got two guys out coming out of the bullpen. You need starters. You need at least four. You can pu- uh, pussyfoot around for the with the fifth guy and you know uh, and and do that, but you need four, and they got two. Mm-hmm. And and Brios, I think less of Brios. Than I did a year ago, even though the year was the same. But I have less confidence that he's the man than I did a year ago, and I have obviously a lot more confidence in Odorizzi. He threw very well all year, but he's you know five and a third. You got to realize the the way they they have very little faith in him going through the batting order a full third time. So it's it's you know it's not. I don't think it's him. It's just that they really rarely give him that chance. And uh, I, I was impressed with him last night because the uh, uh, the the first two games in New York, they, the Twins could not get anybody to chase a breaking ball. But he's he's so good with that high that fastball, three inches above the letters that yep. even the Yankees were. He got some Yankees out chasing. He knew how to work thing. them a little bit. He knows how to pitch. Yeah, he was, uh, and, and and certainly. Uh, if if Rocco has a big screw up, it's well. There's two bringing in Stashek. I have no trouble with Littell coming in. That's but, what I said. But Stashek yep. and then uh, not starting Odorizzi in game two. And well, how about? Uh, I mean, because it took game, you, the game took one, you five minutes of seeing Randy Dobnik to say, okay, this isn't going to work because they aren't going to swing it. He's pitched two inches off the plate. You're down by three runs in Yankee Stadium too, and you bring in Gibby. That. The Stashek, Gibson, Dobnik. Those were the three decisions that I didn't get. What What would Gibby have to do this off season? Well, they're going to non-tender him. So, uh, oh no, not non. They don't have to. He's a free agent. What yeah. is wrong with me? They're not. I mean, what would he have to do for you to bring him back in any form? I think he's. I think it's just over. Oh you? yeah. yeah, I think it's been. It's been nice. Yeah, but bring- he, he had a. He had a. A six-week stretch in the middle of the season when he was okay, mm-hmm. just okay. But he was, you know, no matter what he was telling us this spring, he was never strong. He was, you know, 
when you only weigh 215 and you're 6'6", and you lose 30, and then build her back up to about 205, yep. he kept claiming he had his weight back, but he never looked like it. And I had guys from out of town coming in, you know, late in the season. They were coming in to, to uh, write twins going to the playoff stories, and they said, what the hell's wrong with Gibson? You know, because he looks so gaunt over there. So, I mean, it's too bad. He was, you know, people have this, have decided he's been nibbling his whole career and blah, blah, blah. Well, look up last year. He was good. Yeah. He had a good year. He put 200 in. He right one out short of 200 innings, I think, last year. Or I, I don't think he likes the pressure, though. If you're going to be a playoff well, team, I don't think well, he embraces the pressure. that was embarrassing because he wouldn't throw He's got a some cousins to him. Yeah. Yeah, he wouldn't throw. He wouldn't throw a strike in New York, and but you were only uh, down three runs. That's what I didn't understand. Yeah, I, yeah he you got to give yourself a chance there. I know they didn't score, yes, but yes, three yes. runs in that ballpark should be nothing. Yeah, they. They. Uh, I. Th- I think that uh, now you look at Davey Martinez with Washington. I think he's a terrible manager, but he has had a proper sense of urgency in a five-game playoff series. And I don't think Rocco had that. I don't think these guys. I think these guys convinced them so, convinced themselves so much that we got to keep doing what we've done yep. all year that they didn't have a proper, you know, sense of urgency. You know, you get, if you put Cody Stashak on your roster, it's okay. He's your lost cause guy, right? I mean, he's, you know, he's not a tie game guy. The game was tied, right, when they brought him in. Uh, no, they're down by Littell. one, I believe. Down by one? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Down by one. Yes, but, we uh, we did. I, I used this in my comm today. Somebody, somebody from the Twins who shall go unnamed, I wanted to make fun of SZN, you know. And uh, and I said, uh, I went and talked to a couple of smart guys, guys that are bright and quick. And uh, I said, SZN, I need a joke. Took this one fellow 15 seconds. He says, Stashak, Zach, Nada. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little clumsy, kind of like yeah. twin there done that. Yeah. Yeah. But well, you're was, working for a different on, angle on a short. On you know, I didn't have time to work at it, so I, I went with uh, Stashak, Zach, Nada. That's not too bad. I, I yeah. don't mind that. No, that's solid. not too. Planning for a secure future requires sound investment advice. That's why I rely on my guy, Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold, for guidance in planning and maintaining a long-term financial strategy. This is Ricey, and I've known Josh for many years. I trust Josh and recommend him because he listens and delivers the kind of service that you'll need to feel confident about your financial future. I encourage you to get to know him the same way I did many years ago. Call Josh Arnold at 952 925-5608 and set up your 48-minute no-obligation consultation. Call 952-925-5608. You'll always get straight talk, not sugar-coated advice. Call Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold at 952-925-5608. Investment advisor services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. I've always felt, though, postseason baseball is fun. And if you're the Yankees and now Houston in their situation and the Dodgers in their situation, all that matters is October. But the overlying reaction to this twin season is not getting beat three straight by the Yankees. It's 
you know, hitting 307 home runs and winning 101 games. And how the hell did this happen? So, and and you have a level of confidence that they have a system in place to develop players probably better than they've ever had. You know, they might not have better players. Now, the one thing is, I don't, I don't think they have any starting pitchers in the minor leagues that are anywhere near ready. So, I mean, they had nobody. Rochester Red Wings, by the way, 42 pitchers this year. Isn't it remarkable? 42 pitchers. Yep. Five only pitched one game, but 42 pitchers. Those aren't position players. Right. 42 pitchers. So what are you you developing if you're doing that? If isn't, you know, shouldn't someone stay somewhere and make of every five day start developmental start, you know, like in, okay, you're in Pensacola, you, and you're a hot prospect, but you aren't ready. Why don't they have them just stay there, mm-hmm. pitch every five or six days, pitch 150 innings, and turn into a starter? We need starters. We need starters is my message if I'm with the Twins. Give me some starters. Gratterall coming up. Hey, bring up Gratterall. Let him pitch an inning. Well, you know, he's got to be developing as a starter. But in what you wrote, you fully acknowledge that that's your frustration, but that's not what they do. No, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Gratterall throws a hundred, and we put such a priority on the whole bullpen arms thing and not caring how long a guy starts, and the win now because of that is meaningless. That and and, and, and then you're then you end up with thirteen pitchers. Yeah, and eight you got eight guys in a bullpen, and half of them don't belong here. You know, aren't aren't but, half of them are a coin flip when they come in. That's why I asked you previously, though, Pat. Is this ever going to turn a little bit? The tide's going to turn because you know now. Granted. Verlander and Gare Cole are unbelievable. Yes, but Houston's looking at it. But, but they're also in a different oh, way. they're also Verlander came to the big leagues as a starter when he was twenty, and you know he's been doing it for sixteen years. Mm-hmm. And Cole is you know he's been around. This is he's a free agent, so six years. These guys, this is a since Garrett Cole was developed, this is a new generation that that. You know, oh, yeah, he'd make a great reliever. Well, okay. You know, Taylor Rogers, God love him. I love him. And he, they found the right spot for him. But he was their number one left-handed starting prospect when they called him up. And I, he hadn't started since he got called up. You know, he came up the one year, and, and he, you know, he's, you know, it'd be nice to have a good lefty starter, wouldn't it? You know, I don't know. It would be, but I don't know that they actually put any priority or care about that. I think they'd like to have well, one. They, if they have could. to, but they have to look at their system now. They got what's the name of the the uh, the uh, kid from Eastern Europe <laughs> who's in oh yeah yeah Blasa Jovic or oh, whatever the yeah, hell his yeah, name yeah. is. They you know they like him, but he's not going to be here next year. Gonsalves is you know he might be the, yeah, the injury right. I think he Lost could, I think he might be the second starter for the uh, Meesville Mudhens. You know, so uh, so is Gratterall. He goes to spring training, obviously, but is he Starter. not even here on opening day next year? Then I don't think so. Is he in Rochester? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, well, the other thing is, they got a you know one reason they might be now saying, eh, "Is he going to be a starter?" Is he's already had shoulder trouble, so you know he had what was it two weeks shoulder impingement? No, he was out yeah. for a while. Yeah. So they're going to have to go out in free agency then. 
Yeah. Or they're going to have to trade somebody. Yeah, yeah. Well, right? I got a hunch the left fielder, well, the right fielder for the playoffs might be available. Mm-hmm. Eddie. What's he going to get you, corner outfielders? I don't think nearly as much as people think. I still want to know if they're going Plus, to at least, at least inquire about trading the third baseman. Because I think he could now, after what he did, I think he could get you something. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. But they, uh, I think they got big hopes for him, though, because of the the fact he was so much better in the second half. So I, I, I'm not sure what their view is. But Eddie, Let's here's the trouble with Eddie. Here's the trouble with both of them, though. It's They're both at a point now you're going to, that whoever trades for him has got to pay him. You know, so that's the reason you don't, yeah. you know, you don't get, the big hall anymore you know if you if the if the washington's wanted to trade juan juan soto they could get a whole bunch right because they <laughs> got, got three years before years yeah they got three years before he's a free agent so but uh i yeah i mean i mean people have separate the only thing that's valued anymore in baseball in the trade market is pitching. You know, all the trade deadline trades are pitching. I mean, the Yankees took in Encarnacion because nobody else wanted him. And, he, and Seattle wanted to get rid of him. Mm-hmm. And the Yankees said, uh, you know, I mean, basically Cashman called up Boone, Boone said, and said, hey, we can get this done. He said, well, everybody thinks we're going to get pitching. He says, well, but but the opportunity exists for this guy now. Do you want him? And he said, yeah, I'll what take him. was a prospect and a player to be named for? Oh, some guy named Julian Fenn or something, a pitching prospect. And then the uh, Seattle gave him some, some of the money, too. Not, you know, I don't know how big a hunk, but uh, they got him for, you know, no no real hot shot prospect. What's your guess on Buxton? You think, you think this is ever going to... Who, got, who knows? Who knows? I'm, I'm such a fine medical expert that I said there's no way a rise is coming back. You know, yeah. So, so write him off for at least the first series, and you know there he is. So now I'm wondering, has he got a little? He, he seems like a great kid, but does he got a little Louis Go, uh, uh, Carlos Gomez in him? Does he got a little go go in him? He made it look like. We were going to have to cut the leg off at the knee, and then he's uh, three days later, he's running around. What happened there? I'm uh, more concerned with his body type about how much he enjoys uh, the offseason. He's got the little, little, the little yeah, body. Yeah, he's got the little chubby body, little chubby but eye. we'll see. I, he does not that come off. He does come off as the kid that loves baseball and is not going to screw up this opportunity. It's going to be interesting what all the Venezuelan guys do, though. You know, he's played. Ostadio says he's going home. Can't play because of the U.S. rules about the Venezuelan Little League, Winter Leagues. Probably not I even started yet. I don't think they're going to play it because of the, okay. the uh, baseball is afraid of the Trump Trump uh, economic uh, boycott of, of Venezuela. But Arise has played in that league, too. So, um, you know, I don't know what are these guys. I suppose they can go to the Dominican and play if they want to. But I think these guys like playing at home, you know. Yeah. What's Miguel going to do? Miguel going to go play somewhere? I'd like to see Miguel go play somewhere. I'd like to see him oh, run no, around as no, much as possible. No, we just want Miguel to uh, run a lap every day. Yeah. No, I, I don't think he has to play. Miguel played a lot this year. I know he, he got back. I just want him active. Oh, yeah. You want him I just active. Want him, you want him active. I, I'd like more than one lap a day. I I find out where he lives and and uh, when when he's out of town. 
I send in my security forces and have a uh, secret cameras installed. That's what I do. <laughs> I love how you think. I'd call them every day Indicate. and say, Miguel, are you healthy? Yeah. Oh, no, no, I'm not uh, calling. No, I'm, no, I, no, I'm not I'm trusting not. that one. Royce no, I'm, I'm not. I want cameras. Bedroom, I don't care. All that stuff. Yeah. I'm having one in the kitchen. Refrigerator. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah right. Installing right in the refrigerator yeah, door right. so every time it opens, and eventually it locks. Like Brando, they can lock yes, the refrigerator right. yeah, so we can't go down for the 3 a.m. ice cream. Yeah, something like that. That's good. Something. But anyway, hell of a year, 101 wins, and, you know, we'll see. It'll, it'll, this will, uh, it won't be forgotten, but there will be uh, certainly a lot more enthusiasm in February for this team than there was last year. How do you lose 16 consecutive playoff games and what is it, 13 it's, to the Yankees? It's mathematically difficult in baseball. As, as I said in baseball, uh, it's hard to lose. I was talking about the Yankees. It's hard to lose 13 straight in a sport where there isn't 13 straight of anything. You know, it's a game that there's not. Right. You know, you don't strike out 13 straight times. You don't strike out 13 straight guys. You don't win 13 straight. You don't lose 13 straight. You don't get hits 13 straight. You don't, you know, you make out sometimes 13 straight. But there's baseball's not a game made for 13 straight, right? Correct. And, uh, and, and they've done it. And although... It ain't a hell of a lot easier for the Blackhawks to have lost 16 straight in a sport where did you know any, that? at any moment a puck could hit you in the knee and go in and you win the game, you know? <laughs> did you know that? No, I Tony did not. Esposito's Blackhawks were that futile? I no, did not know I they were 75 that. to 79. Yeah, yeah. Who was, who was beating them? Wasn't us, was it? We you know, a, Pat, that was, uh, that was who the, knows in the seventies. That was the North Stars down period. That right? was the North Stars down period, and, and that was the when conferences you, were different then. Well, yeah, and that was when uh, you had to finish in the top sixteen in a twenty-one team league to squeeze into the playoffs. Remember that? I don't even know, Pat. I don't. They weren't even 21. twenty-one at that point because they they well, didn't get to twenty-one until they took the WHA teams. Had 12 in. Team. Maybe they only had twelve teams. In. Yeah, they they weren't even. But I have. They no used clue. to put twelve in for a while, and then they'd have that two out of three. Meeting. I will say this: the twi- the Twins being swept was very wild, like. Yeah. It felt very wild, like down to Jake Cave's dive with which looked like a goofy Devin Dubnik goal <laughs> against. Yes, uh, I think I don't know which sport it's easier to lose sixteen straight in. There, because there are two. You know, it's the difference between, at least in modern hockey, the difference between good, mediocre, and bad in baseball is much greater than is in hockey. So it, it's, I think it's probably hard. It would be harder now for a team to lose 16 straight in the NHL playoffs, don't you think? Yes. Because, yeah, uh, yes. I mean, it's, now it would be. Yeah. Every game is two to two with five minutes to go. So. It's still incredible with sixteen straight. Any, I mean, that's oh, it is. That's that's the you that's, work at that. That's what I give everybody uh, credit for. Is that, you know you can't say that there's a Yankees jinx because they're always better, but you can say how in the hell do you lose thirteen straight? Mm-hmm. But hey, it's been great for the New York tabloids, and that's we we like the newspaper business to stay uh, viable. Twinkies for dinner is fantastic. Twinkies for dinner. <laughs> Friday, Friday morning, I think the Post. I want to say they had something like fourteen pages of coverage too. Really? Yeah. Well, so while, so while still, SI is dying, and yeah, the Yankees are still big. Right. Well, they, I guess people still they don't not certainly not like they used to, but they still buy it in the train, and you know even the the tablet crowd probably. That's what this town you needs, know, Pat. makes you. I've always said. Love to have. No. Yeah, I always said if I was named the uh, editor back in my St. Paul days, we would have 
a big sports department and a big crime department. Mm-hmm. And the politics, I mean, government decisions, who cares? <laughs> you know, yeah, who killed whom? And the right things are going in St. Paul right now. We could have a hell of a paper. Well, both sides. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know. Boy, Down, downtown ain't no, Minneapolis ain't no great shape. If shakes. I was the editor, we'd have the entire populace terrified. <laughs> what was your favorite post? Uh, what, what was the one? <laughs> that was the serial killer got released on some technicality. And this was uh, this was the craziest looking human being. And they had a mugshot of him with his crazy, big, burly guy with these just these insane eyes. Run for your lives was oh. the hammer's headline. <laughs> so Run fun. for your lives. And, of course, I covered my first World Series was 81. I told you this, too. The first World Series was 81. And Winnie, Winnie didn't, you know, was terrible. And uh, he got that clunky single and in L.A. in the fifth game and then asked for the ball, which was the worst thing anybody's ever done. It's like one for 22 or something. And so he was a death threat. And they, some New Yorker called an L.A. hotel and left Winnie a death threat. So that became a big story. So then we got back into New York and supposedly Cerrone got a death threat, you know. Rick's on the catcher? For, for no apparent reason. <laughs> I don't know. He hadn't done anything terribly. I don't even know if he's their starter. And uh, so we we imagined that the Post had put in a hotline to call in your death threats, you know. But that was the one where, uh, where uh, the front page was Yank Death Threats. The front page was yep. this was the day they were going to play game six, and they ended up losing it. Uh, Tommy John started and. They hooked him, and George, you know, George went nuts. And but uh, Yank death threats on the front, but on the back, which is always usually more fun. Fear grips stadium. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Fear grips stadium. God, it was a, oh man, I didn't even know if I should get on the train and go out there. Those man. people who write those hammerheads don't oh, make enough. Oh, I don't care no, if they're they making five hundred thousand a year. No, they're. Uh, they're fantastic. What was the the famous one? But uh, headless, 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 headless man found a topless bar. Yeah, it, it, headless. It, man. it was a pretty easy one, but headless it's man found in topless, topless bar. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of my earliest memories of being in Orlando with the twins in the 70s they had this orange blossom trail where all the strip joints and a lot of seedy bad hotels there and there was a a little police report where they did like three graphs which the post would have had fun with but this guy's you know he's like derelict is stumbling down the side of the street he's got a bundle under his arm and the cops pull over, and he throws it at the windshield that's ahead. <laughs> wow. And I said, this is worth more than three graphs. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they were afraid of Disney World, I guess, uh, not getting visitors because this guy. But, that's uh, got to at least be a 12-inch brief. Yeah, yes, right. That's got to be. Uh, we need more details here. Uh, like, yeah, that's what not motel like- was this guy staying at so we might not? You know, we we might go to the one next door. That's you know? not like <laughs> Matilda's car got broken into and no, she had five dollars no. stolen, no, which is what the, you. The head 
throwing at the cop's windshield. That, that'll get you arrested. Yeah, that'll get you. <laughs> that will get you in a lot of trouble. All right, Tim, uh, the uh, Vikings. Yes. So what's your theory on the $200,000 fine? Do they tell him if he acts if he acts like he's one of the fellas and doesn't screw up, they'll rescind it? Or uh, what do you think? Well, he cl- are they, Or is he completely in their outhouse? He claimed that that was not the case. I think it might be. Uh, There's got to be something. I can't tell. You know why I can't tell? Because for all this hot air we all blew, or you you didn't, but I'm I did, and saying that Stefan Diggs was different. He wasn't. Mm-hmm. He wasn't Antonio Brown. He wasn't one of these. Well, he isn't wide Antonio, receivers. He isn't Antonio Brown. No, no, no. I mean, there's but why there's re- only six of those guys in the world. Odell Odell <laughs> Beckham. These guys. Yeah, yeah. He is a wide receiver. I bet Odell was in a good mood. At did he? Is he playing or not? Is he hurt? I thought he played last night, oh, didn't he? Did he, did he They've got just I bet, he, I bet he was really happy. What was it, 35-3? Yeah, 35-3? Yeah, it was bad. I think I think Baker threw for 100 yards. Yes, Baker. Oof. I love Cleveland. But anyway, but anyway Diggs, yeah. is, Diggs is a wide receiver. Well, and to pretend he's not. Listen, there's, I don't even know what his problems were at Maryland. But he gets drafted. A talent like that gets drafted in the fifth round. There's a lot of people steering clear of him, right? And he's still talented. I mean, he's still really good. But he, you knew at some point he was going to be goofy. So Yeah, that's what I'm saying is I should have known this was coming at some point. But he caught 102 balls last year. Yeah. And now two games into the season, he's got what? Five, well, four or five. And he's he said, I'm running clean and this idiot won't throw me the ball. And he, he was flipped out. But you know, he... You know, the agent must have got him back, right? The agent must have, hey, they're going to take all your money. Uh, yes, yeah. I think he didn't. I I think he didn't understand the the grave uh, of well, graveness the, of the fines that were forthcoming. Well, he didn't understand that. He probably didn't know how much power the the NFL owners management Correct. has to just screw you. Well, and and yeah. that's the thing is, I the they league rule I think the is contract. you can rescind the guaranteed money. Yes, if you skip practices, mm-hmm. I don't. That's not in his contract. I don't think that's in everybody's. That that's the boilerplate language of that contract. So if, yes, you're right. You could be completely well, screwed if he's if he's going to do that. Why doesn't he go to the friendly neighborhood doctor beforehand and and have him say, well, he's you know, he's got. A rash or something, and he can't practice. Because he didn't know? think it through. He was you pouting. Know. Yeah, he was pouting. But he's been yeah. pouting since the spring when he didn't show up for some of the OTAs and claimed he was having housework done in Maryland. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. known the Kubiak. Yeah, yeah. He's known they want to just run the football, and I think it makes well, him mad. plus, I think, didn't he get all the money, and then Thielen got the same money? Yeah, right? Thielen got, he got paid... In July of 2018, but the contract Thielen, starts this year. And then Thielen got paid. Thielen got April. paid. And did Thielen get more? I'd have to look. It's pretty close. It's I close. Think. But I think he thought, I'm the man. And then all of a sudden, I also think Thielen he wants the football and he knows they're going to run. You know, he knows that Zim, Zim's been saying nothing for how many months no. now, but I want to run the football. What's your bottom line on Zim? Can he do this? Can he, the modern NFL with... All these different personalities coming at him from all directions. I don't think I I was getting my hair cut by a young man at Rosedale Mall, big Viking fans yesterday. And he said Zim 
is Zim reminds me of my father. He's just, he said, I used to get a big, I used to get a bad grade, you know, and I'd come home. And my mother would go to my father and say, hey, Bill got a C minus. Should we get an A? And my father would say, what, what do you want me to do about it? What do you, you know, what do you want me to do about it? That's, you know, tell him not to get a C minus. You know, what do you want me, what, what do you bring these problems to me for? And he says, that's him. He doesn't, why are you bringing me these problems? Zim doesn't, why are you bringing me these problems? He just I, wants to coach defense. Yes, yeah, yeah. He just wants to I don't coach want, defense. I don't want, he doesn't want to worry I don't about want, the offense. I don't want a kicker. Why do I have to worry about a kicker? Well, Zim, yeah. Zim's thing with the offense, though, is, and, and this is what he doesn't think about or care about. Zim's problem is he decides, okay, we're going to run the football. And then that's that's he's come yeah. down from the mountain to declare that. Yes. What he doesn't think about is we're paying a quarterback eighty four million dollars. Yes. We're paying Diggs and Thielen, and and so instead of saying you know what we I'd like to run more, but there's no but with Mike. Zim's Zim's thing is his team forces a punt last year. They go out there, they throw three interceptions. There's twenty six seconds off the clock. And his defense is going back out there and saying, "What do I? What do I have to put up with this for? What? What? I, this is annoying. I don't so like." So we'll run. He does not want to be annoyed. That's he's he's a foot. He's a coach, coaching a billion a two billion dollar two and a half billion dollar football team, and he doesn't like being annoyed. He just wants to do what he does. He's like the barber's dad. He just what do What do you want me to do about it? I just want to. Coach you know who defense. else he's like. You know who else he's like? Me. <laughs> you know? I don't well, like I mean, to be annoyed. I don't like to be annoyed. I like to annoy other people, yeah. but I don't well, sure like Mike being likes annoyed. likes to annoy people. Yeah. And he does a good job of that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Stefan Diggs was annoyed enough he went AWOL. Yes. Yeah, I just like to. No, I don't, you know, uh, you know, the lights out in the, well, call an electrician. You know, what the hell? There's many of them. Pull, call them up. Tell them to get out here. But, you, you know, know, he doesn't. Don't, don't annoy me. He doesn't understand the, that when, the people mowing the lawn haven't shown up for a couple of days. Well, call them. You got my permission. You know, tell them, ask them where the hell they are. Just don't annoy me. He doesn't understand. <laughs> what, me and Zim, when, when, he says soulmates. To, when he says to run more, he doesn't Except understand. I can see out of both eyes. That's the only difference. <laughs> <laughs> that there's a trickle down there, though. Yes. Right. Like, he doesn't give a bleep yes. about Stefan Diggs. He doesn't understand that Stefan no. Diggs might take great offense because he's paid all this money yes. to catch footballs. Yes, that's true. He, he doesn't. He, you know, the idea of that some guy wouldn't be properly delighted after the opener when they threw 10 passes. You know, that's, you know, you could say, blah, 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 where did all this start? They threw 10 passes in the opening game. That's where it started. Yep. <laughs> I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to go out there and block all the whole game. You let Dalvin be the hero. I want to be the hero. I'm the Minneapolis miracle. What the hell's going on? Yeah, here? you're right. Without me, nobody would have heard of you, Zim. You would have gotten fired, for God's sake. Yeah, so, yeah. Know. That that would have been one of the great meltdowns. Actually, without that play in Vikings playoff history, you know, they were up at the half. They, you know who else shape. is a prima donna? The kid from Detroit Lakes. Oh yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> he's too. There's nothing special about him either, as far as attitude wise. He's uh. You know, what somebody said is there was a, a tweet that his wife retweeted that was sort of they're not making enough use of 
of uh, oh, I didn't know, not, I didn't not, know that. Not for use of Thielen or something. See, this is why I love receivers. Right, this though. is this is what happens when you actually throw the ball to Thielen. And she retweeted it. She re- she liked <laughs> or liked it. She either retweeted. I'm sure Carly it. Zucker did too, yeah, just yeah, to make right. sure. Oh, that yeah. the, Carly's my a, husband's not used enough by the wild. Your husband's not being used <laughs> yes, properly by the Vikings. Yes, get my husband on the top line. Yeah, that's the other thing. Wives, they got to annoy Zim too, don't they? <laughs> Wives, it, you know. Well, the, the what do you say about uh, maybe he should, you know, cousins, maybe he should stop going on that podcast, right? Yeah. Stop maybe he should get, that off pod- get off, yeah, the, pod- get off yeah. the podcast. <laughs> yeah, his podcast, which, by the way, he's right about. What? I tell cousins, you ain't doing a podcast anymore, buddy. I don't need this crap. What? I didn't Not even during know the season. Did He's a, he apo- you know, last week he apologized to Thielen. That's Cousins' podcast. Oh, who's, where's he, where's he, has he had it for a while? Or no, he just new? did it this year. <laughs> it just started this year. I would tell him, I Kirk, had a very tasteless remark that in uh, waiting for the Twins news conferences to start. You? Never. There was a, we were talking about Cousins, and... I, there's a couple of uh, young ladies around there, and I suggested that he was less popular than certain form of criminal, which is an offensive, very offensive crime. And he said, ah! I said, well, this isn't on the record, for goodness sakes. What the, it's just, we're just BSing here, okay? Oh, you, you, I mean, you don't want to be We're going to have six HR departments <laughs> trying to contact you today. Yeah. Do, do you got well, a... Uh, a positive pat or a rant before we're done here? Uh, positive pat. 101 wins. Good year. Well, come on. Relax, folks. The Yankees are better than them, and they lost. And uh, What would what makes the Twins look bad is that the feisty Rays jumped up and yep. won one against Houston and are yeah. trying to still stay alive. They got they got the they got the Astro, winning one got the Astros so so uh, puckered up that they uh, they're starting Verlander in game 4 so they can have Cole on full rest when, just in case in game 5. So uh yeah, that makes him look bad, but it was a, you know, it's a hell of a year and I think you can have uh uh even with the uh cheap pull ads, mm-hmm. uh I think you can have confidence. By the way, the cheap pull ads have spent about an extra 40 million <laughs> with this front office. Uh kind of like the cheap uh Glenn Taylor with the Timberwolves who's let Gerson Rosas spend money like a uh, drunken sailor on uh, on that on that stuff. So yeah, I guess it would be uh, 101 wins is good. And I guess I as I pointed this out, the uh, this is Tuesday, and the first uh, exhibition for the uh, Timberwolves is tonight, and we're all excited because there's new culture. So we're, we like that new culture. I think that'll make a hell of a difference. NBA's. Uh, you know, because if you got a lot of kumbaya in the NBA, yeah, and everybody that, yeah. gets along. It's very important in the NBA. You know, everybody getting along is very important. All right, sir. Okay. We'll talk to you next week. Uh-